day, Matt. We just um, we just got a chance to speak to Justin Merriman. I asked him team has embraced this new creativity in the attacking third, something that I guess the fan base got rather frustrated with a year ago. And he talked about the importance of yourself and, and spacing, obviously, but he also touched on the, the, the creating more goal-scoring opportunities starts with, with good defensive structure and, and effort as well. How, how would you, I guess, add to that and, and, and talk on kind of this, this new creative attacking front front four or five that, that you're in charge of? Uh, I, I think you said it, defending out of an organized block, first of all, puts us in good positions when we win the ball to go forward. And I think it's a cohesive unit. I don't think it's a defending um, uh, group or, or coach fr from, from my perspective, an attacking coach. I think it all blends into each other. And we've done a really good job of, of creating chances through winning balls in good areas this year. We're defending really well. We've also created um, through the run of play, switching the point of attack, getting in behind. Uh, I think we've been dangerous in, in a variety of different ways. And I think that's something that we definitely work on is in all phases of the game really trying to create opportunities and then it's up to our guys who are in the getting put in those spots which uh, they've done really well so far is 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 making plays alex your line's open how would you say that um they, the rest of the coaching staff are kind of going that piece quest that you're creating good opportunities out of those opportunities. Uh, can you go one more time? Uh, you were cutting out. Sorry. Um, how would you say that, that yourself and the rest of the coaching staff are tackling the set piece question and how to kind of create good chances out of those opportunities? Yeah. Uh, the one game stands out where we had a lot of uh, set pieces, a lot of corner kicks. Um, it's definitely something we're working on. I think set pieces are typically – Service has to come, and runners have to trust the fact that the service is going to be there and they get run hard and, and hit the spots. And in that game, definitely a little bit of both. Um, service wasn't there, confidence from the guys running in, and we definitely have worked on it. Last game, I think we only had one corner, um, so it's difficult to really have an opportunity to showcase uh, just the fact that we did have an opportunity to work on it. But definitely a part of the plan moving forward is to when we – most likely at home have a have the opportunity to have I don't know five ten twelve corner kicks that we can create three or four good opportunities to score goals from from those opportunities and I think in that I think it was the Nashville Nashville game yeah I mean we had the opportunity to win to win the game on a corner kick late where uh, Chang serves a good ball to Holt Holt sitting on the back post and um, you know just getting the opportunity is the first part. And like I said, we, we try and put the guys in spots to make plays. Uh, and, and when they're on the field, we've got the quality. We've got guys with the quality that they're, they're going to make plays over the course of the season. They're going to be able to make those plays. Tom, your line's open. As you've kind of broken down all of the games in 2021, has, have you and the other coaching staff um, kind of decided – just exactly where this this team in particular is, is most dangerous. I guess I'm talking about here. You guys have been really, really good counterattacking. Um, and then you've also created a few chances when you've tried to, to, to move the ball from the back forward. Mm -hmm. Have you determined kind of where the, the biggest strength of this team is from an attack 
No, I think that's the great part about this team. Uh, we've been we've been dangerous in different phases of the game. Uh, like you said, I think the first game we scored two goals on on counterattacks. Uh, I think Kansas City came to us and and we scored uh, different. I think uh, out of the run of play, two of the goals and then another counterattack, and then last game another another two goals. Demir gets on the end of a, on the end of a cross, and and so we've got a box presence. We're scoring on counterattacks, we're sc or counters, we're scoring on goals that we're building up through and switching the point of attack, getting from one side to the other, getting in behind teams. I think that's really important for us is, is always to look to threaten to get in behind teams. And when teams drop off and against us, can we move the ball quick enough and, and, and move the ball side to side um, and find gaps and, and create chances? And I think, to be honest, the teams that they're going to present different challenges for us. So some teams are going to look to drop off and say, challenge us to, to break them down as a block. Some teams are going to step up and try and press us. Space is going to be in behind them. And I think that's the, that's the beauty of our team right now is, is they've cracked the code that the opponent's given us on, on a multiple occasions. And I think it's, it's, you want to have the smartest team. You want to have teams that can recognize where that space is to attack and create the chances and, and score goals. And so far, we've done a really good job. And I think that's the evolution of, of a good attacking team is, is to have the tools to break down any opponent, whatever they give you. And Nashville is tough. Nashville, I think they don't give up goals. It's one of their staples. They don't open up. Um, and we were still able to create chances to score goals, and that's the one time where we didn't score, but I think the opportunity was there. And that's the growth of our team it needs, that we need to take is uh, next time we play a, a really compact, organized team that doesn't want to release their outside backs, doesn't want to open up space, can we move the ball quick enough and can we find the opportunities to create the attack and uh, create the opportunities and then score them? Tom, your line's open. Matt, from your, your experiences as, as a player, the, the long story playing career that you had, and then of course the stint at UCLA, and now you're at, at Real Salt Lake. How important has, has transparency been from a coach-player perspective? And what role... What role is that playing with this team? Is, is, there, is there transparent communication between coaches and players to help benefit the overall health of the locker room? Is that, is that playing a role this year? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't here last year, the years prior, but I, I think that honesty and, and uh, transparency is always important because in the end, the players that are playing on the field have to be confident. Um, the ones that are coming in, subbing on to games, have to be confident. They have to have the trust of the of the staff and and, and the the people that are the, the people that are around them. And, and so I think we're trying to create an environment where people do feel comfortable and they do feel confident that when they get out there, and then whether that's the first eleven, whether that's the next uh, eight that are on the bench, or whether it's the, the the six that that don't, the eight that don't travel. Uh, I, I think that's been something that's been a priority for for us as a staff and and uh, me personally I, I always want to make sure that I, i've been i've been in all three of those situations so i've been on teams where i didn't travel i've been on teams where um i was the starter and scored scored the goals and and team depend on me and so you, you get from a play and a player perspective how important that is and you try and um relay that as a coach and, and make sure that you're there for the the team um is it just a bit of confidence that they need going into the next game, or is it where they've been taken out of the lineup and, and they need, hey, this is where you stand and, and this is what you're doing well and continue to do this because you're going to get another shot? I think there's those, those different conversations, um, having, having that feeling and having the years of experience, I think, I think it helps, um, and I think this, it's a priority for the staff, and I hope that the players feel that on the other side. Tom, your line's open. 
Right, the last one from me, and then I'll shut up, I promise. But um, <clears throat> Albert Black's out of form, or I guess he's... I don't, I don't, maybe out of form is the wrong word, because he's, he's still doing some things that are helping the team, obviously. But, but he's played better, I guess, is my point, over the course of his career here at Real Salt Lake. And he, he would like to play better than he currently is, I'm sure. How, how does he do that? What, when you've been out of form as, as a player back in the day, what did you do to get back in a form and... And how are you trying to help Albert kind of refine and rekindle kind of the form that we've seen from him over the years? I think it's difficult. I, I don't want to put myself in Albert's shoes. I think every every individual is different. I think what you, what you want to do from a from a strictly coaching perspective is put Albert in a position to make plays. And I think last game he was coming in from the left and and had opportunities to make plays. Um, and so he got in some really good spots. I think that the only thing that's missing is just that making that one or two plays, and a, and a lot of a lot of attackers they just need that that one little break, and the floodgates open. You hear you hear that a lot, and I think he's been he's he's working hard, he's doing all the right stuff. I think it's a matter of just that finding that goal, finding that that last pass, and once that happens, I'm confident that he's going to continue getting those spots. The team's going to put him in those spots, and then he's going to put those away. Your lines open. Matt, what has the um, acclimation or adjustment process been for mm -hmm. yourself and the rest of the coaching staff? Kind of learning each other. Obviously, maybe you knew each other, knew of each other, but haven't actually coached together. So, what has it been kind of like just getting used to each other and finding, you know, whatever rhythm that it takes to kind of, you know, coach at the level you guys want to coach at? I mean, it, you know, it, it's been easy and great. I think the the assimilation happened really fast. Uh, it came in for me personally. I came I came last. I came late. Uh, the other coaches, the team, created this environment, this culture where where it was really easy to step into and feel comfortable. So the process of being integrated didn't take long, and it really was seamless. And, and so I credit to to Freddie and the rest of the staff because they created something that where I walked in and it was it was really really good from from the onset and so it's been been easy and a pleasure to step into and be a part of